beginning parak hey page kuf yud gimel it's been a while so there's a little wonderful tamsis a little summary at the beginning of the parak which is kedai to take two minutes to go over to prepare us for what's to come tamsis aprokem akaitmu Amitius, Havayus, Haodam, Nishoma, Shemulbash, Elehaguf. The truth of a person's existence, of a Jew's existence, of who we really, each and every one of us is, is in the Shoma and the Shoma, which is Mulbash, Elehaguf, and clothed in a body. that our Avayda consists of these three stages, Chachna, crushing, crushing the, the world of the Guf that's bringing us away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chavdala, separating, and Hamtaki, and ultimately coming back into the, into the Gashmi, with Hamtaki in a new and sweet and healthy way. But we learned that in our times we have to begin with Havdalah. With making that separation, that distinction, always what is, when is my guf speaking to me and when is my neshama speaking to me. And to make that Havdalah. We learned at length. That there are three chalakim, machshavas, thoughts, hargoshes, emotions, feelings, and maisim, and actions. Tchila hismakadnu binyin ha-maisim. We were first focused on how to, how to work on making a havdola and hachno when it comes to maisim, actions that come from the guf, actions that are coming from the neshama. That's what we began with. In our lives, we're surrounded by all different things that take place around us and that we ourselves do, that are not truly coming from who we really are. We learned that a person has to be careful not to identify with everything that he's done or that he does. Since much of what a person does before he's really worked on things, a vast majority of what a person does is coming directly from the guf. And were he to identify with those things, he would, see, he would see himself as a person that is far, far, far removed from the essence of who he is, which is in the Shama. Muldash the guf. The guf is not the person himself. Therefore, even if there are things in your life that you've done and that you're doing that are not good, that are coming from the guf, that's not you, that's them. Of course, they have to change. But first, we have to make that havdalah. It's not you. Yes, sir, okay. Gam b'maisim shemuchach shahem shul ha'odam. Ve'em pa'olu pu'ula ra'ola chayra ha'ra ha'tomen b'pu'ula eno etzam ha'ani. Any ra, any evil, anything that's bad, wrong, and anything that you and I have done, it's not the etzem ha'ani of who I am. 
אלא לבוש לו. האני ואי זך וטהור. It's pure, absolutely pure. והלבוש and the garment, the body, ממנו כיחס הרע. We spent a great deal of time on this. בשלב הבא, after that, עסקנו באלום ההרגושס. We were talking about the second, the second world that we live in, which is the world of emotions. Shumas Harglashnaim, which itself is divided into two. Hargoshes Klape Hazulas, how I feel towards other people, dealing with the jealousy, anger, and so on vis-a-vis others. Hargoshes Klape Ha'odam Atzaman, how one feels about himself, which is what we're going to focus on here. In order to be able to contend with the negative emotions that we have towards other people, the negative feelings that we have towards others, we learned, this is what we were most recently talking about, that one must build a strong world of levad, of who I am, levad, quiet, separate, alone, to be able to have that place, that ir miklat, into which I can, into which I can climb, crawl, run, hide from the rest of the world. Not a way of retreating on a long-term basis. That's unhealthy. But to be able to come into that place of levad, in order to remember who am I, be'etzim, and in that place of levad, to be able to disengage from others, and therefore not to be schlepped along with the, with, with the narish kite of other people or with my jealousy towards others, and so on. So that a person has a place where to run away from any matzav that, that would cause me something negative by being attached to it. After and now, this might be the most difficult. We're going to begin to learn a little bit about the Hargoshes Ha'odam Klape Atzma. How we feel about ourselves. The Hargoshes Klape Atzma. Let's learn. But often, clearly, in general, the way that a person feels towards himself, is also divided into two chalakim, two parts. How does the person think about himself? What does the person think of himself? How does he view himself? If you ask him what do you think your best characteristics are, your, what do you think your milas are, what do you think your chesreinus are, what are your deficiencies, what are your faults, what are your problems, what does the person think about himself? That's Aleph. How do you feel towards yourself? Beis, ubenaisav, mahu chayshev shaacheirim chayshem alav. What do you think other people think about you? What do you think other people, how do you think, what do you think about how other people view you and see you? Climber. Eichu mazes atzmai. There are two parts. How do you identify yourself? Do you know how many of us, if we were with somebody that knows us very well, and that person would say, tell me your marilis nichasoinus. And we would begin. There are people that it would be very, very 
it would be most likely, in fact, that the person listening to this would be shaking his head. No. No. You're wrong about your Mylis and you're wrong about your Chesoynes. You might touch upon here and there something that's very, very obvious. But when it starts to get more, when it becomes more subtle and a little bit more complicated, the way that we, the way that we see ourselves and how we tights ourselves up, as we say in the yeshivas, is often very, very different than the way others see us. So one thing is, how do you identify yourself? How do you see yourself? How do you understand yourself? You might listen to Chesoynes. And then, And how do you perceive, how do you think other people see you? The second how other people think of you. If you're the, if you're in a, in a place in life where your feeling is that other people look down upon you, that in general I'm not respected, I'm not honored. People are mezalzalim by v'chadayma. Zekar shayach l'mashin is bar l'el. As far as that's concerned, we were talking a great deal about that in the last parak. Olov l'hisnatek me'akesha lichyos es halavad. If you're being brought down, brought down, because of your perception of how people think of you, and you are feeling down because others, according to you, look down upon you and that's bringing you down so that's the avoid of the last parak of levad of disengagement and entering into the world of levad that my feelings my well-being is not dependent upon plani almani upon this person or that person regardless of what they may think or how they may look at me the Iker is this person does not determine what to do in his life because of how others think of him. It's the world of Levav. We're going to come back to that, of course. We didn't get to the stage of Amtaka. People have to be with other people. We'll talk about that later. What we're going to be focused on in this parak is the first Chalak. How does the person himself identify himself? How does one feel about oneself? He says, obviously, it's very, this itself is a very fine point because within oneself, there's no question that a person is affected by, is affected even how one sees oneself by how other people see him. He's expecting people to honor him, so that they should love him. He's hoping for that. Next page. It's impossible to ignore entirely this feeling that others are not honoring me or others don't respect me or they don't love me. 
It's natural, a person needs to be loved. Therefore, this needs to be addressed more, of course, later on. One can't live in such a world without feeling loved, without feeling respected. We'll come back to that. But again, the focus here is within oneself. In general, in a very, very general way, there are some people who see themselves and identify themselves as anoshim matzlichim, as successful people. Successful means what? Kimuchsharim, certain talents. People who are, who, are, who are able to, who have been and are able to succeed in all different things in life. The other people, who, although they might have had some successes, in general, if you would ask that person, he would tell you truthfully, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be modest in any way, I'm telling you the truth, <coughs> it hasn't gone well. You know, I'm a loyutzlach. I'm a loyutzlach, I'm telling you the truth, that <coughs> if you go over my life, play by play, for the most part, it has not been a successful, pleasant story. And there are many, many people that see themselves as either this or that. There are people who are angry at themselves. Most people who are angry at other people, as we all know, are really angry at themselves. Others, an extension of the anger that they have with themselves. People with very big tempers are constantly angry with others. Usually, the anger is with themselves. But it just, they bring others into their, into their circle of rage, of anger. So the people who are angry with themselves. There's a term that's used. Tadmis atzmis yeruda. Poor self-image. Tadmis atzmis, self-image, Yeruda. A poor self-image. There are people who have a poor self-image. And as we know, that will generate all different types of behavior, much of which can become, in extreme cases, antisocial, destructive, self-destructive, destroying others, and so on. A large percentage of such people who are destructive, self-destructive, and destroy others, a large percentage of them, when you dig deeply enough, oftentimes you really don't have to scratch barely beneath the surface to discover a terrible, poor self-image. It has many, many effects upon a person's behavior, and it's very common, as we'll see. Obviously, there can be many things in life that cause a person to come to such a conclusion that for whatever reason, it evolved over the course of the years. Nowadays, it seems to be happening faster than in the past, that the person comes to some askan, not that he ever, not that he ever labeled it as such, but over the years, it's evolved into that self-image that is, that is negative. A negative self-image. A poor self-image. What's the cause of that? 
There can be many causes. Without going into details, how did you actually come to such a conclusion that you're a lo matzliach, that you're a lo yutzloch? How did you come to such a conclusion that you're not good, you're not successful? How did you come to such a conclusion? There are many, many protim. Each person in his or her life, it's a Megillus Esther, Megillus Ruiz, Megillus Yaakov, Megillus Moshe, everybody's Megillus. How did a person come to such a, a conclusion? We're only talking about, we're not talking about how did you come to that maskana. Everybody's life is different. We're talking about once you've come to that maskana. Once you've reached that conclusion. And that's your tfisa. That's how you grasp and understand yourself as such a person that's not good or not successful. That's how you look at yourself. Our tachlis now is to try to explain, to learn, how does one contend with that? How do you deal with that? What do you do about that? There are external shitas, or shitas that, shitas that address the external shell of the depressed self-image. The Mada HaPsychologia in psychology. There are some who, who ascribe success to working with such individuals by explaining to them and proving to them like In other words, there are some practitioners whose avoid, whose malacha with such an, an individual who has a poor self-image will be well, let's take a look at your life. Let's take a look at your life. And let's go over the facts. Let's discuss the facts. And let's, let's divide your life into good stuff and bad stuff. Successes and failures. And, and we're going to prove to you, come and some time from Yeshla. You're much, 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 much better than you thought. You're much better than you thought. We do this automatically when we feel that a child or a friend is unhappy or has or is depressed. We try automatically. We switch into that into that positive mode to try, as we should, to try to focus and to teach that person to focus on what's positive in his life and all the good that he has in his life. Not just that he has, but that he's done and that he's doing and that he's all kinds of mindless. That's what we try to do with our children, <clears throat> with others, with ourselves. And that's what many professionals do. Except they're getting paid. And then you'd be surprised when you're getting paid, how you come up with more stuff. <clears throat> but that's what, that's what a lot of the malach is about. You have some beautiful characteristics. There are emes, there's some beautiful things about you, your personality. To prove the positive in the person. 
And on the other hand, to prove to this person that his negative self-image, that he thinks, again, will work a lot, even non-professionals, just friends and family, to try to prove to the person who's sad or depressed, who's feeling down, to try to prove to him that, listen, the way that you think of yourself, you really, it's not true. You're not, you're not the horrible person that you say that you are. And you really, you really have a terrible distortion of yourself and how you see yourself. <clears throat> you know that, 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 that there are, everybody knows that there are these sicknesses with eating disorders, and I myself have personally spoken to, to uh, young women, to girls over the years, maybe three or four, that had this sickness, Hashem Yerachim, of anorexia. It's much, much more by girls than by boys. I don't, I don't, by boys, maybe it's possible. I don't hear by, by, by girls. It's, it's very common. And, and I'll have a, a girl that I'm talking to that she's, she looks like Laura Lehner, that she's a Muslim man. You know what that is? That she survived from the Holocaust. And, and you'll talk to her and she thinks that she's overweight. She's 100% convinced that she's overweight. And, and then, like, the worst thing you could do is say, what are you, nuts? You're overweight. How could that be? How much do you weigh? How much do you weigh? 105. Yeah, you're 5 for 10, you weigh 105. What do you, so what do you mean you're overweight? You just have to look in the book, and the book says that you, 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 whatever it is, I don't know, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds underweight. You're not, you're, not, you're not the way you think you are. So when you see somebody that, that has a terrible way of looking at himself, as friends and family, we say, what are you, crazy? That's not true. You're wonderful. It's not true. The things that you think about yourself are simply not true. How could you have come to such a conclusion? And you'll try to say this, and in doing so, which is a nice thing to do, you try to bring the person out. And you know what? You can do it for a little while. It'll last a little while, especially if you do it over a corned beef sandwich or something and some french fries, and you spend a couple hours together. You know, you can get the person out of that. But long term, it's not a mahalach. Why? So let's continue. In other words, it's true. Sometimes the, the, the negative things that the person sees about himself or herself is takedimian, is demyanis. It's not true. It's, a, it's an illusion. It could be. The parents said bad things about him. The teacher said bad things about him. You see, it's, tak- it's not true. You're not like that. It's, it's, it's a dimyan. It's a dimyan. I'm a little farmer, but let's face it. Ain't <coughs> a dimyan. Sometimes it's, it's not a dimyan. Sometimes it's not a delusion. Alabamas, who ben Adam, the truth is that the person in front of you is such a person, which means putting it mildly or saying it in a nice way. A matha means a cover, to say it in a nice way, in a pleasant way. Let's say the guy is not so much slich. The reality is, you ask the person what's wrong, he starts to tell you this, 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 that. So then you put your arm around him and you say, yeah, can't argue with that. Good luck. It's bad. There are problems. There are serious problems. 
Pulosev, Einam Hamus Lachs Biosev, Vav Pachas Mikach. We're saying in a nice way. It could be less than, not just that he's not Maxliach. It could be a person who's doing ter- who has done terrible things. And it's not just a lack of Hatzlacha. He's, he, he's hurting himself. He's hurt others. And it's not the Nyanis. It's not the Nyanis. It's not the, he, he's got it, he's got it right. He tells you, this is what I've done. These are faults. These are problems that I have. And you're listening to this. And let's say you know the person for a long time. And you're thinking, yeah, I always meant to tell him that. It's true. These are problems. These are serious problems. So, Rav Schwartz is saying that a great deal of, of, of professional help revolves around these two mahalchim, trying to focus on all that's positive in the person's life, and to pick it out and focus on it and to build it up very, very big, the good stuff, to build it up big, and to try to, to, to be buyer and devour it from the stuff that's negative and the negative stuff to try to shrink down and hopefully to salvage the person and to bring him out from that depression or despair. Shita Zushal Psychologia Bnuya Al Mareches Shal Adam Kibal Guf. It's a printing mistake, it's not Bibal, but it's Kibal Guf. Again, he's not he, he he himself has told us over and over that he has not studied psychology. And there's obviously a very big simplification of of that. And he's not claiming that there aren't other methods. He's just saying that from what he's heard, these are this is the, a, a very common mahalach. And what he's saying is, and what he's saying certainly covers all secular psychology, that psychology as a, as a secular science is benuya al ma'areches shal adam kibal guf, is built entirely upon, upon the assumption that a human being, by definition, is a balguf is a biological organism, a complicated, a complicated biological organism. He's a balguf, seichel, a biological organism that has a mind, vahagoshes, and emotions. Ve'imzeh menasim l'hismaive. So again, the secular, the secular psychologist, when he speaks to this patient or the client or whatever, how the person is referred to, He sees that individual as a balguf, a balguf, and a balguf seichel vahargoshes. And as a balguf seichel vahargoshes, the psychologist who also sees himself as a balguf seichel vahargoshes. So we have two balei guf seichel vahargoshes, and as such a person, I'm going to try to help you in the misgeris, in the context of guf, seichel, hagoshes, body, mind, and emotions, I'm going to try to help you to sort out the positive from the negative, build up the positive, diminish 
the influence of the negative. The problem, of course, is that's not the truth. That's a sheet of goyim. It's not the truth. That's not what a Jew is. A Jew is not a Balguf Seich of the Hagoshes. It's not. He has a Guf. He has a Seich and he has Hagoshes. In the words of a famous writer, hath a Jew not eyes? And a Jew is the same as another person. And if something hurts other people, they don't hurt Jews, and we don't think and we don't feel and so on. Of course. This is not a shita of Jews, it's a shita of non-Jews, of Goyim. That's why we're going to, as we're going to see, the Kodesh Baruch Hu has brought us to a point in time where there's a huge, huge need for B'nai Torah and B'nai Torah who can become psychologists and who can incorporate into the methodology, which there's some very good stuff, the methodology of secular psychology, who can incorporate into that the deeper, deeper teachings of Torah, who understand what is on the Shama, what's a Yid, and could become big bikim, and Tanya, and Efshachayim, and the Swam Akadoshim, and the Musa Swam, and the Swam. This is this is Tzav HaShor, it's a very, very big Indian now in the world. There's a tremendous need for such people. HaHevdal HaMohusi Ben HaYehudi LaGoyhu The essential difference between a Jew and a Goy is SheYehudi Yesh Ben HaShor Melukis A Yid has a Nefesh HaLukis a Neshor Melukis He has a godly soul. His teacher, this, this psychologist's teacher in college and in graduate school, never heard of that. He doesn't know what that is. Doesn't believe in it. A Yehudi Yezhu ben Nisham al-Kis. Luma zayis, ha-goy, Yezhu al-Koach ruch nisham chayoso. Ha-goy certainly has some spiritual, some level of spirituality that gives him life and existence. And he can find in his life also purpose and meaning and so on. And he can reason and think. There's no guy in the world who ever lived, who ever will live, who has the Kedushas Hanashom of a Jew. Who has a Chelek Lekom Yimal Mamish. As the essence of who he is, being godliness. And it makes no difference how many statistics you can show that that there are nice goyim and there are chasasholm Jews that are not nice. That's not a matter of statistics. It's not subject to the studies of universities or or polls that are taken. Look, I, I've had this conversation over the years. Someone will tell me, you know, a girl will say, well, I went out with this. She's going out with a, a guy. Well, I, I've been out like with 100 Jewish guys and this is the nicest guy I ever met. So the Jews lost, and the guy wins the prize. Has got a Jewish wife now. <clears throat> it's not a matter of statistics or opinion. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. 
the Mitzvah of a Jew is Chelak Elokam Yimal Mamish. Elokayin Neshomish and Nesatabi Tahirhi. Yes, a very confused, a very, a, a, a very hurt, confused, mixed up, even could be destructive and dangerous guf that's con- that contains this precious neshama. True. And no one's saying you should marry a guy like that. And just because the guy says, you don't want to marry me, I have a helicopter coming my mom inside of me. I'll, t- I'll take good care of you. So, you know, take care of somebody else. You know, when that chelikilokar, when you're able to pull it out a little bit and it changes a little, the goof, then we'll talk. But in the meantime, you're about goof, seichel v'hagoshes. I don't like any of those three. Or maybe, maybe you look okay. So the goof might be all right, but the seichel and the hagoshes, I don't go for A yid has a in this respect, a Jew is different than any of the nations of the world, than anybody else in the world. That in a Jew there's a neshama elokis. And to help a Jew, to help a Jew, you must, must work with the koyach of who he essentially is. Could you imagine going over to somebody who's having, let's say, a hard time supporting his family? And you want to talk to the guy to help him out. What's going on? How much, uh, how much money do you have? Uh, what do you make? What do you make a year? I make, I make between 8 and $10 million a year. So how come, uh, what's, going on with you? what's going on with your family? How come they're living, the, in, 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 they're living that way? It's terrible. You're making 8 to $10 million a year? What's wrong with you? So he goes, well, he, he, he takes out his wallet, and he shows that in his wallet he only has $4. He says, I have a lot of, I have $4, that's all I have here, that's ours. He says, you have $4. So says, yeah, what am I supposed to do with $4? I can't pay the rent with $4 or the mortgage. I can't buy groceries with $4. See, Tom Schreit in the Velt, you, you crazy? Why don't you go to the bank? You have $10 million a year. You must have, yeah, you have a belt of money in the bank. So go take out some money and buy your family something to eat and get yourself a, a, a house or something. I mean, that's, that person would look to us as being the biggest Meshuggah in the world. And anybody who would try to help him, okay, what you need is uh, somebody to help you manage your four dollars. That's what you need. And that's, that's what I'm going to help you with. I'm going to teach you how to spend your four dollars wisely. But if a psychologist or any person who has no musig that a Jew has inside of him a chelikal kamimal manish, and he's trying to help you, all he could help you is, all he could help you with is the four dollars you have in your wallet. And he'll say, I'm going to help you manage your four dollars. He doesn't, he doesn't know and he doesn't believe that there's an oitzer that you have inside of you a million, billion times ten million. You have the koiches of Avma Avinu, of Yitzchak Avinu, Yaakov of the Imahos. You have the koich of Moshe Rabbeinu. 
Yes, Yaakov Vinu Vayogelis Eben Alpiyah, that to throw the Evan a Jew can climb out of any depression, any despair, Mamish, he could tear off, he could, he could tear off any chains, like when they came to the Balatanya to take him out of prison, that you test Kislev, when they came to take him out, so Balatanya opened the door himself, and he took off the chains himself. A yid, ain soif, chelikel kami malmanish, and you're a nice guy, and you want to help this guy with his four dollars. But it's much more absurd than that. It's only a muscle. With your four dollars, I'm going to help you. But a Jew has infinite kaiches. The infinite kaiches, not that you see that. In the goof, in the seichel, in the hergish of this person in front of you. But understand, what is Ayid? Every single from psychologist has to enter deeply, deeply into this sugya of what a Jew is. In order to be able to help the ends. Really, that's what that's what's needed to be done afterwards. This is an Indian that I'm working on a lot by myself to prepare such an Indian. To write it up and to prepare it to give over it, because I see there's such a, a need for this. That 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 these professionals should have this understanding. They're not all going to be able to start looking into the swarm. It's a very very big need. If a person reads a psychology book that comes from the goyim. A Jew who was only taught and thinks like a guy. And he conducts his life according to that book. He can't make an honest bracha the next morning or that morning to say what? Because the way that he looks at the world, the way that he looks at himself. Is the way that a guy looks at the world and looks at himself. That's where his education came from. Not his Torah. Though Hashem, he went to Yeshiva. And he knows how to learn a Blad Gemara. And he knows how to learn some Muslim. He even learned a little Hasidus. He knows how to learn. But as far as when it comes to understanding who a human being is and the difference between Yisrael and Ha'amim and how you have to try to help a patient who is not Jewish, who also to miss with the help, and to help somebody who is Jewish. And for the non-professionals, all of us, how to help ourselves, friends, family. If you don't, if you don't know the sugya of the chelakilakomimal, if you haven't been introduced, this is, we're going to have a beginner's crash course now. At least the beginning. But the Amazon needs to be ba'aymik, ba'aymik. 
Nefshechayim, Tanya, Rav Kuk, Ba'oymek. Rabbi Nachman, Ba'oymek. Moses Zayid, Amchal. This is what's going to be now the next few years. You're going to see Bez Hashem. This is what's going to be. This is what's going to be. It's going to bring big, big, big Yeshua's. It must go in such a way. It's already starting. A Jew that lives with a self-understanding of a guy is simply wrong. It's not a question of good, bad, nice, not nice. We're not talking about any of that stuff. I think we're all mature enough and we've come to a point in our lives again, I don't know each and every person here where they're holding. I'm not going to, and we're not going to, to say or learn anything that's not true and there's no opinion to be politically correct. And, and there's no opinion to, to uh, this is not something that, that uh, there's not something that's trying to make an impression upon somebody to speak to the press after we leave here to have a truck standing outside and a guy with a, and a, guy with a microphone to talk to us. And how could you say such a thing? We're not interested in that. We're interested in one thing only, the truth. The, the truth. A person who does not understand the nefesh kiss, what it means, a chilakal kamimal, and how a Jew is different, has a tfisa of a goy, he could help and be very effective in helping goyim, and he could even help in certain ways Jews, but only on a level of nefesh and of ruach, not on a level of nasham. And therefore, it can't be, it cannot be a cure. It could be a bandage, not a cure. And when the person has some emotional struggle, he'll go to a psychologist who's a guy, or, or a Jew who thinks like a guy, who is trained in such a way. True psychology the psychology ha'amitis boyne kol dover mehaneshoma hakedoshe true psychology Jewish psychology it's the name of a new subject in the world Jewish psychology can you imagine that would make that would make the whole world hate us even more Jewish psychology what do you mean Jewish psychology it's something different I, even though the world holds a Jewish biology, there is such a thing as Jewish biology. No? There's such a thing as Jewish biology. You see that, that Hitler Yamach Shemo and his, and his entire, and all of his chassidim, how they believe that there was such a thing as Jewish biology. They have all kinds of diagrams. We all know. Jews are different. So now we're saying that it's true. <clears throat> it is true. Even the gulf is different. It's the truth. But the Kalapachas, Jewish psychology builds every single point starting with the neshama hakadosha, the holy neshama. The neshama that was cut, that was formed, that was hewn 
under the Kisya Kovid, it comes from the Bani Shalom's Kisya Kovid Mamish. Al Deakoyach Eloki Hagonus Benishama tapping into this godly infinite koyach that is hidden in the neshama of a Jew, it's with the koyach that comes from that place, under the kisya kovet, of the Ein of Seif, the of the infinite one himself, a Jew is able to contend with and to overcome kol achalokim all the problematic, troubled parts of his of himself that he sees that have surfaced in his life. With the koyach eloki, with the koyach eloki, hagonus b'neshama. There's nothing in the world that's more exciting or more encouraging than that. You can't compare that to the person that says. Okay, let's let's go over your life and let's see. Let's take a piece of paper. Let's cite the pros and cons on each side, and may the best part of the man win. Not may the best man win. It's all one guy. May the best part of the man win. And if you're clever, you could prove that this guy has 51 milas and 49 chesronas to make up this number 100. That is somehow the saha call of a human being. We'll call 100. And, you put, and you're able to prove that he has 51 milas and only 49 chesrenas. So after the, guy, after the guy tells him how much he owes him, he says, now you don't have to commit suicide. Because as you see, you have 51 milas and only 49 chesrenas. That means the happy part of you has won. So let's cancel that jump off the Thragonet Bridge. We'll just cancel that. Because you see that you're ahead. There's 51 happy, 49 sad. So cheer up. Life's not that bad. And then if they, and then if they can give you a little bit of medication also. <clears throat> so then you get a couple of happy pills. And uh, that's it. We're all set. Thank you. See you again for the next 14,000 weeks. Right? Just to keep that 51, maybe we can get up to 52, 48. We're going to try. We're going to work at it. By the time you die... Who knows where you'll be holding, right? But we're going to try to work on it. Take it up to positive. And he comes back week after week. I'm still doing this, I'm still doing this, I'm still doing that. If you could help him. I said, of course they help. I'm not saying Khalila. And notice he imagined that there aren't people being helped. Of course people are being helped. And there's been tremendous progress. But again, it's $4 as opposed to trillions and trillions of dollars. Ain't a diamond. L'chein, therefore, the bottom of Kuf Yudal. L'chein. Tzuras ha'avoydeh shenevoyakah. The tzura of avoydeh, of dealing with a person's feelings about himself, self-image, which lies at the root of most this depression, and self-destructive behavior, and so on. Tzuras ha'avoydeh shenevoyakah benuya be'etzem al sherish ha'advarim shenemru mitchila. The tzura, the way of avad that we're going to discuss now, is built upon the roots that we already discussed earlier. Sha'adam murkav mineshama shamulbash aleha guf. A Jew, a Jew consists of a neshama. 
He's in the Shama. That's the essence. And the Shama, Shemulbash Eleha Guth, enclosed in a Guth. Umikoyach Ha'aris and the Shama, and by, and by doing whatever we can for ourselves and for others, to cause the neshama to break through the icy, harsh surface of the guf, with the whole tachlis of the Hilga Balshem, and all the Balshem of Hakadosh came to the world to do was to be Megala the neshama. That's what we've been learning about the whole time. What and all the pieces in the storm, right? And the holy side of Tanya of all the storm Hakadoshim is Higola Na to reveal the lokus that's in me. To bring out the locus in my life. From out, from inside that's covered under the clepus and the clepus and all kinds of things to bring out the locus from within. When a person is able to, when a person is able to be, to reveal the light of his own neshama, you don't have to make anything. You have to open it up to let it out. He's able to fix the chesroinus of the levush, of the, of the outer guf, of the guf, and all that comes with the levush, the garment. Not by using persuasion, superficial persuasion, to try to convince the person with reason and with logic that he's not as bad as he thinks. He's really a much better person than he thinks. Or that your life depends upon what, how other people understand you. That other people say, no, you're a great guy, you're really a great guy. Or to, do, or to spend your whole life waiting for compliments or positive evaluations. Positive evaluations. Parents are hearing that all the time. Your child needs to be evaluated. It's a scary lotion. Think about it. Your child needs to be evaluated. And, <clears throat> and the father and mother are pacing outside the room waiting for the evaluation. And then the, then the doctor comes out and says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Katz, Mrs. Katz. It's a poor evaluation. It's kind of fun. I'm sorry. We have bad news for you. Your child has the following Rashatavis. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, F, J, L, M, O, P, and all different combinations. A, D, D, B, C, C, all the different combinations. We heard there's a very good school in Manchuria <coughs> to help kids like that. Sorry. That's the evaluation. Make sure you take this with you wherever you go. They, put you in, they wrap you up a little package. <clears throat> they put in a little thing with a folder of the kid's name. Here you go. This one in Swansik. Here's your kid's evaluation to 120. This is the door that we're living in. And again, one cannot ignore chas symptoms that are not of a person who is not well, of a child who is not well. And I'm not, God forbid, mocking or ridiculing all the wonderful work that's being done to try to help. But it's four dollars worth. It's still four dollars worth. And it takes every 50 years you get it up like another dollar. 
But there's a chilek ilakomi mal mamash. It's a chilek ilakomi mal mamash. And you know that my belief, it's not just a matter of those professionals who are unfamiliar with that. I would, if the rebellion and the teachers would be familiar with the chilek ilakomi mal mamash, the children would be different in school too. I'm not just talking about the secular professionals or religious professionals who are only trained in, in a secular way. I'm talking about people who learn Torah the whole lives. But they, ha- they, ha- they have no inkling of what the Nizam is. They might be familiar with the Taisis and Gittin, but they don't know who the person is. You might be able to be a good teacher of the Taisis and Gittin, but you don't have, you don't have an, an, an idea that the kid that's sitting in front of you is dying. Kids die. And that, and that Taisvis is not bringing him back to life. It can. But, but you have to speak to this Chelech You have to speak to the Chelech Lulkah. wants the Taisvis and Gittin. But, but the child's goof doesn't know that. And you have to be made the Kerech and the Shona. You have to be Megal the Kerech and the Shona in the child. You Megal the Kerech and the Shona. It's not so hard, especially with little children. It's not so hard. You don't have to be uh, a big, big, big bucky in Jewish psychology, but you have to believe in the Lakus of And if the Rebbe, if the Rebbe evaluates the child because of some things that he's doing in class, and the Rebbe comes to that evaluation, he shares it with the administration. Yeah, nowadays the administrations are getting bigger and bigger. There are only a few other people left in the school besides administrators. And he shares it with the administration. Then the administrators sit and shake their heads. Nebuch, nebuch. We have a problem on our hand. We have the Rebbe who doesn't understand an Aleph of a Neshama. Makes an evaluation that he shares with a bunch of people who understand less than the Rebbe. I'm only speaking about the worst situation. There are much better situations, of course. And then the child is a very shine, upgetached, evaluated, finished. Gamarnu. <clears throat> and then if you want to go to another school, because the kid feels that they already touched me up, or the parents say he's upgetached, so then they, this school will call the other school and tell them ahead of time, we just want you to know before this, kid, this family comes to you, we've evaluated him. It's not so posh. What do you mean it's not so posh? It's so posh. You'll see. <clears throat> and this, this can go on. This Gilgal can go on until you find them some, somewhere, somewhere in in, in, in uh, and Shabbos right now, someplace with his girlfriend in the back street someplace in Cedarhurst with a, smoking a joint or whatever else he's doing. It's a kayachal kimamsh. And only, and, and not how people evaluate him, or what people think of him. And it's not meant to God forbid by any way to say that there aren't wonderful teachers and administrators who are working as hard as they can, and, would, and, and would, I'd be infinitely less successful than them in seeing the good and bringing out the good. There are those heroic teachers and administrators who are doing that all the time. And I hope that that's the vast majority. I'm only talking about a situation that's not the way that it should be.
but mostly I hope it's in a good way. And when that neshama is shining out, the emes, then he has the invincible strength and power of an Avma Vino Yaakov, a Yitzhak Yaakov Avinu, to fix all the Malbushim. To fix all the Malbushim. Not only, to, not only that he has the car, it's a clinic. It's not a big deal. It's not hard. Because now you showed him that he has a billion dollars in his account. He only thought he has four dollars in his wallet. Now you showed him you have billions of dollars in your account. You have a kayachalaki. You have a chalakilakami you mamamish. Know, you know what you have going on in your, in your account? Nobody ever told me. It's like a person that had Yerusha. Nobody ever told me how to Yerusha. He lives in poverty his whole life. That's what you think about when you say, I shrein my third kalkinum, I didn't go to my yofa yusha saina. I shrein the maskim, I even. That's what my technique is about the madrashas and yachim. What does it mean? It means that we have a yusha. What's the yusha? What's the yusha? The yusha is avrama vino. Yitzchok even yakavino. Chelakalakomi mal mamish. It's a yusha. And that yusha that we have, that yusha that we have, it's not four dollars, not four billions, four trillion. It's, it's ain't safe, the Yerusha. But if you never ever sent the person a letter, my friend, this is what you have in your account. This is the Yerusha that you have. If you never show that to the person, if he doesn't know about it, then all he has is the limited little bit in his wallet. And with that limited little bit that he has, he can't, he can't fathom how to afford to deal with the issues of his life. So the beginning of the avoid is and that way of identifying oneself and others. And with that, and trying to deepen our understanding of what that means, what do those words mean? Building that understanding, building that more and more and more, then I'm able to introduce a person. Every Jew can be introduced to that account, that Yerusha that he has. And when he has that Yerusha, he's invincible. There isn't anything in the world that he can't accomplish. Anything. When he understands that, and he connects to that Yerusha. Okay, does Hashem will continue next week.